Mom deserves the best, and there's no better place to shop for Mother's Day than Whole Foods Market. They're your destination for unbeatable savings, from premium gifts to show-stopping flowers and irresistible desserts. Start by saving 33% with Prime on all body care and candles. Then get a 15-stem bunch of tulips for just $9.99 each with Prime. Round out Mom's menu with festive rosé, irresistible berry chantilly cake, and more special treats. Come celebrate Mother's Day at Whole Foods Market. I'm Sandra, and I'm just the professional your small business was looking for. But you didn't hire me, because you didn't use LinkedIn Jobs. LinkedIn has professionals you can't find anywhere else, including those who aren't actively looking for a new job, but might be open to the perfect role, like me. In a given month, over 70% of LinkedIn users don't visit other leading job sites. So if you're not looking on LinkedIn, you'll miss out on great candidates, like Sandra. Start hiring professionals like a professional. Post your free job on linkedin.com people today. Hey, I'm Ryan Reynolds. At Mint Mobile, we like to do the opposite of what big wireless does. They charge you a lot, we charge you a little. So naturally, when they announced they'd be raising their prices due to inflation, we decided to deflate our prices due to not hating you. That's right. We're cutting the price of Mint Unlimited from $30 a month to just $15 a month. Give it a try at mintmobile.com switch. $45 up front for three months plus taxes and fees. Promote for new customers for limited time. Unlimited more than 40 gigabytes per month slows. Full terms at mintmobile.com. Who are the coolest dudes on the planet? United, United States, States veterans. veterans. What's the coolest sport on the planet? Pro, Pro wrestling. wrestling. And what would be the coolest podcast on the planet? That would be this one. U.S. Military Vets. Talking pro wrestling. This is the No Shave Man Cave. Two badass disabled vets sharing their love of pro wrestling, giving you their perspective as fans, talking about current events and matches, history of titles, and who knows what else. Let's do it. Welcome, Welcome to, to the, the No Shave Men Cave. Now your hosts, Ellie Jair and Jay Tilly. Yes, sir. Yes, ma'am. However you identify, you have found yourself in the No Shave Man Cave. I'm Ellie Jair. Hey, I'm Jay Tilly. Yes, sir. And we are here to reminisce, to talk, to pontificate about AEW Dynamite. Dude, JT, talk to me, Goose. Man, I. uh, it was an interesting go-home show. Uh, I think it was not nearly one of the best dynamites I've seen. Uh, there were some parts that I could have gone without, but on the same side, there were some peak, high level, top tier. This is why I watch AEW stuff in. Mm. Then there was the complete opposite of it on some of the other stuff, <laughs> where I'm like, "This is some carny bullshit, like mm-hmm. dumb. I don't understand why they made these decision things." So. Yeah. yeah, I'm interested to go through it with you, uh, especially because as you're having that more critical eye on AEW now, I'm curious mm-hmm. to hear what your highlights and lowlights were because I'm I'm curious if they line up with mine or, uh, and I don't mean this as an insult, or if your WWE brain maybe had you enjoy some of the stuff that I just went, oh, why are they doing this? This is stupid. Yeah, my, so. my WWE brain was alive and well during the first <laughs> uh, 27 minutes of the show. And then um, I'm not sure what what occurred 
specifically, and it wasn't on TV. I think I think I got a text or or uh, something that had occurred. Oh, there was a really bad accident, so I heard a helicopter. So I paused, and then when I came back, Squirrel. um, I I was like, oh, I'm watching AEW. Let's go. And I almost forgot what I had just watched in the sense of, oh, I, I wasn't watching wrestling. I was watching sports entertainment. Right. And then when I sat back down, I'm like, oh, I'm watching a wrestling show. Let's go. And, uh, I, and this afternoon, I sat down and watched the, uh, the first like 35 minutes of the show because that I needed to kind of reset my brain. Yep. And uh, it absolutely sports entertainment, the first portion of the show. Um, I really miss Jericho when he's not on commentary. And, but the, the show in and of itself, once I was like, okay, I'm watching an AEW product. I'm, you know, outside of, uh, you know, a little bit of uh, color, if you will. Uh, <laughs> outside of that, and, but it made sense. And yeah. so, so I was like, okay, I'm not going to throw up. I, I won't even gag. I'll be, I'll be a man about it, but... Ooh, he was, um, yeah, was gushing dude. too, and the matter he got, bro. <laughs> I swear he was like flexing or something to push it out. Yeah, I, yeah, it was so, uh, that. And one of the things that I was um, when when I was reading through like what all the talking heads were talking about and stuff, I don't want to refer to them as dirt sheets anymore, but some of the the referencers and the the talking heads of professional wrestling, the reporters that. Or the journalists, um, you know, I want, I don't want to see Jericho every week. Nope. Because he's freaking Jericho. He's the Ocho. I don't need to see him every week. I don't need to see the world champion. I would like to see that beautiful title um, every week. But since we get to do the show three times a week, four times a week, I get to see, um, you know, that big, beautiful belt uh, that, that MJF gets to carry around because she's sitting over your shoulder. But I, I think it's special. It's different. It's not like the others. So when I, I, want, I want Mox to do what he's going to do because he's fantastic. He was, you know, he was the professional wrestler of the year for a reason. He was the PWI wrestler of the year for a reason. Mm-hmm. But he doesn't need to be the PWI bleeder of the year because that's not that's not what AEW needs that's what not what he needs and you know he was you know and before anyone even said this i was like man he's starting to remind me of um and this is a very very positive positive light to you know um he's starting to remind me of Bruiser Brody um Kamala and uh the Butcher because yep. you know he they they he's bleeding literally every week and you're like okay mox is on there's going to be blood i know what i'm getting but i i don't necessarily think that that's what um john should be or mox should be doing cuz that you know i don't i don't sign his paycheck i don't even i might be able to help with the pennies part but you know i'm sure he's being paid well for his uh his his craft but uh that's that's just my my personal opinion. Yeah, I uh, yeah I I think the so it's funny because I 
I'm aligned with that. I agree that the blood became a little gratuitous. However, this Come promo up, that Mox perfect. cut, yeah, yes. this this promo that Mox cut on uh, Wednesday Night Dynamite Ooh. made me feel again for the juice, if that makes sense. Yes. So, and this is another one of those unbelievable details of AEW. Because mm-hmm. I remember when Dynamite ended last week, we're all like, why did Mox juice like right at the end? Like, mm-hmm. that was stupid. He didn't need to do that. Oh my God, it's because they were going to cut this amazing promo right after the match where he's gushing blood. Mm-hmm. Like, the, the, the fact that they thought, and yes, I know, wrestling you think months, years even in advance when you're doing your mm-hmm. planning and you're, and you're setting up. But the, to, to, to juice the week prior so you can cut that promo right after they're going to air the next week. Oh, it's genius. Yeah. And the, yeah. just the visceral of it in his eye, and you can't see his eye and dripping all over his face. And then when they pan down to the floor and it's all over the floor, I was like, oh, my God. Like, that's what it should feel like when they juice it. And it almost became like, okay, Mox is going to bleed. This was the one time I was like, holy shit, like Mox is going to pass yeah. out. Like, when, But the other scary thing is, what the hell are they going to do to each other in at the Texas death match? Right. Like the, hopefully you're about eight bourbons in by then, or otherwise you might just be done. <laughs> I may have to uh, go in your kitchen and clean up the kitchen or do dishes or whatever. <laughs> just uh, kind of a funny thing. I, I look at everything, if it's not in its correct place, um, in the, the industry or the business line that we work in, uh, everything has a place and every place has a thing. And I just kind of refer to it as a kitchen and I, I walk in and do dishes and straighten up and that's just kind of my jam. But the, but like you said, it, it made sense for what was going on in the show and the story that it was telling. And I, you know, hearken back to the days of the promo and I don't, I don't want to put the promo on the same 40 year old virgin pedestal but uh, that promo, I personally think that it's for the pe- for the promos that we've seen this year, it's definitely on par with some of those promos because he was telling you, he told you what he was going to tell you, then he told you, and then he told you what he told you, and it was just like, dude, that is no joke. And here's all these other people getting their flowers. Yeah. But he's going through the exact same thing. Yeah. But it's, oh, yeah, it's Mox. It's fine. No, 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 no. Mox deserves to be um, on that pedestal for AEW, especially because, you know, there there was that very tough time. And, you know, a lot of characters had to come off of TV. And some of them are not back on. And, you know, Cody's gone. Uh, Punk, for all intents and purposes, is gone right now. Um, Omega and the uh, the Bucks are in a different storyline that's not as loud or pronounced. Mm-hmm. And just shout out to the shout out for, uh, for Mox, man. I, blood and all. I loved it, especially as he started talking and then the, the, the like that Lucha Underground kind of um, like B film, you know, like the, yeah. you know, grind, uh, not grimy, I don't, I don't, just the unproduced filming of it. Who, whoever was holding the camera, 
I, I, if you, if you have a buy me coffee or buy me a bourbon.com, I'm in because totally hook, line, and sinker. That match is the match that I want to see. And uh, I hope it opens the show because uh, it's going to be a banger. Yeah. I, it's funny you said the thing about the promo and Mox in general. I remember during the pandemic, uh, some of the promos he cut during the pandemic. And, you know, there's all the talk about Omega and the Young Bucks and their contract status and are they going to leave or are they not going to leave? And, and some people's opinions are uh, Omega is going to leave and AEW is going to crash down. Uh, I don't know, man. Mox yeah. has carried that company on his shoulders yeah. a lot. He carried them uh, through the pandemic. He was mm-hmm. the champion through the pandemic, cutting those promos about, you know, make sure you call your grandma, make sure she's okay. Like some of the promos he cut during the pandemic. And then, you know, you alluded to Brawl Out and the stuff where, where the punk – well, even we'll, we'll get to that in one minute. When Omega went yeah. off TV, he got injured. Mox Carey the, the kind of came became the guy again. Then brawl out happened. The poor guy's supposed to go on vacation uh, to spend time with Renee and and their family and and his new baby. And here it is. This happened. Whatever it was, uh, I I truly enjoyed Kenny Omega's take on it. Uh, if you listen to him on the sessions with Renee Paquette, oh my god, it was a Shout great to, dude. That was. Like if okay, bring bring a caller uh, caller number one. Thanks for calling into the No Shave Man Cave. What question you got for us? We're here for it. Yeah, I had this question. You know, what do you think about you know blah blah blah? The way they answered, the way they communicated, the way they exchanged feelings and thoughts. That was, and I've listened to sessions probably I don't know thirty times. Um, the most. That was probably the best uh, best sessions I've heard, and not that I'm not a, a Kenny Omega fan, you know, because he carries the most beautiful title on the planet, the New Japan, the United States title. But that interview and his style and the information that he shared has never been shared anywhere else. And granted, there's some legal stuff that they couldn't get into it, but right. but he, when <laughs> when he said, "Yeah, the poopy part." I was like, how many other people could get the technical wrestler of the year to say poopy? Yeah. I just, I'm, yep. yeah. I, yeah, that, uh, it was a great I'm say. Following, matter of fact, I, um, yeah. I've got some thoughts on that too, that maybe if we have time at the end of this podcast, we can yeah. kind of review the sessions talk. Cause there were some things um, I found very interesting in that interview with him yeah. on some hints at maybe some of the talks that could be coming up anyway. Yeah. But that being said, so he, you know, he refers to that in the sessions thing, but so the bucks CM Punk and Omega go out again mm-hmm. now and Mox has to take the title again and runs this program. And now he's carrying the company again. Mm-hmm. Uh, I just think if they were to leave, I think you lean on Mox and, and hangman and, and those guys that are left. And I think AW be just fine. The, uh, the, so Eddie Kingston is really good at making you think he doesn't understand that wrestling is fake. Sorry, I don't like saying the F word. He makes you believe that wrestling the is not scripted. The four-letter word? Man, Sir, I did it. I slipped I it up. I didn't mean to. You need to but I'm going to beep it out, too. Watch. I'm going to go in. Jesus. Beep. <laughs> I'm going to go into edit, and I'm going to beep it. No, I, you know, he, Eddie Kingston. You better not just, say that. <laughs> <laughs> yes, sir. <laughs> but he's, he's so good at making you believe that he believes 
that everything that's happening is legit and real and yeah. he doesn't understand why the cameras and interruptions are. Mox is the same way. Mox cut that 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 promo with the blood on his face and he looked so angry, Oof. so passionate. And I'm like, holy crap, like he's not lying. I would not want to walk into a dark alley with him. And yeah. I've been into some dark alleys and done some dark things. And mm-hmm. I'm like, yeah, I don't want to do that. Mm. Yeah, 100%. We used to do, uh, when we were deployed, we we were going through what, I, in the Marine Corps, we for, uh, candidly, we, we referred to it as Semper Fu. And um, it was the Marine Corps Martial Arts Program. And we would go into what we, we called our snap and tap room. And... Uh, we had some bad dudes that I did not want to go into the snap and tap room. And I would say Mox is definitely up there with, um, I could probably get him to move and roll the way I wanted him to, but he would prefer it to snap vice tap. So, um, and he wouldn't do like the, you know, the snarky smile, like, uh, my my new my New Jersey girl Liv would do. Um, he would he would go out cold, bleed out, whatever it would be. Um, just he just oh man I I don't I'm trying to think of the words, and I'm just I'm just at a loss. You know, like professional wrestlers, sports entertainers, whatever, they don't qualify to go to the Academy Awards. They're not allowed to go and accept a Grammy. Uh, John Cena hosted the ESPYs. I think he even, I I think there's been a couple of wrestlers that have uh, received ESPYs for sports moments, but it's, you know, it's a real thing. Sports is real. Um, But I tell you, man, Mox is on a whole other level. Omega, when he's in the ring, just a complete other level. And then, you know, you put a mic and a camera in front of um, Kingston and you seriously feel like you are on a crisis hotline and every single phone call that you would get from Eddie Kingston is a 911 call (laughs) because he is he is dialed in. Every promo that he cuts, every move he makes is so just like emotionally charged. And uh, when he dropped, he <clears throat> during the um, battle royal or the casino battle royal, when he dropped that ladder on old boy, I was like, that's coming yeah. back. There, there's going to be a receipt involved with that, Mama Jamma. That's not, that's not going, um, that's not. That's not going to go away. That's going to come back. That's going to come back and haunt him. Or you, you saw the uh, yeah. you saw the digital exclusive where he quit, right? Yeah. Uh, I know. I know it's because he's going to Ring of Honor, which is fine. But I was like, man, like it sucks. I, I wanted to see him do so much more. No, man. I think. I think legit. I think he's done. <clears throat> do you think he's done with AEW? I think he is done. Um, you know, I think he'll pop up in a. PCW, he'll pop up in the uh, what's the uh, the tri-state wrestling where uh, <laughs> where um, Tommy Dreamer had to give the title back. Uh, P- I'll find it. 
and you know some of the CCW. I think he wants to get back to his roots, kind of a thing. He might be going through. No, I'm kidding. I think he's gonna. He's he's. I think he's going to be a pillar for the new Ring of Honor. Yeah. I think um, uh, Briscoe is going to be a pillar. Yep. And I think there's some serious money to be made with a lot of the wrestlers that are on the Ring of Honor roster and some wrestlers that are kind of out in the abyss that maybe they're disenchanted with the WWE, NXT. Um, yeah, the, I think Ring of, the reboot of Ring of Honor, as long as the producers and creative allow them to stay um, ROH, you know what I mean? Mm -hmm. I think that's going to be awesome. And, and I've seen some of the excerpts from the most recent recordings, and I am, I'm super impressed with some of the folks that they brought in from the New Japan roster, um, from the Indies, from AEW, from Ring of Honor. I'm, dude, I'm excited. And, uh, you know, I, I, I wish there was a way, you know, kind of in, like with college sports, they hop into the portal. I wish there was some way that they could, or with soccer, like when they do soccer, that they, they they do loans and they do, you know, they move players right. from La Liga to uh, Euro to uh, MLS, whatever. And you know, you're not doing anything with Dolph Ziggler. My man can cut a promo, has never had a bad match, is a uh, NCAA collegiate. Uh, wrestler could really do some awesome stuff to build up the industry to make wrestling better. Um, I mean, look at what um, Gable and Rhodes did. I mean, if if that doesn't lift uh, Gable up, put mm -hmm. him put him on another show, put him on another roster, give him an opportunity to uh, to get some reps in. And yeah, man, I'm <laughs> I'm yeah. I, that this this whole show this whole AEW show um it didn't advance the storylines like some of the w, uh WWE shows that we I'd reminisced about but it didn't mess up the storylines and you know considering the um Ring of Honor reboot I think it you know there was a good showing and outside of the uh, Casino Royale camera angle production thing, um, I chimed uh, Hobbs and said, hey, man, you're going to get some heat. That wasn't on you. You keep doing you. It was, you know, in his stomping grounds. Good for you. Don't listen to the poo-poo. And uh, oh, don't even acknowledge it. You know what I mean? Don't even acknowledge it. Just I'm, I'm your, I'm your, I'm, I'm the number one contender. That's all you need to be concerned about. Are you talking about the ladder at the end where you had Oof. a hard time getting down? No, when I, when I, he was going up and the the damn referees were holding the ladder and oh, the producers a, panned in. Yeah. Like, dog. I didn't have a problem with that. Because if you mm. watch the match, they did it all through the match. And so I thought I would have a problem with that, but the fact that that ladder was so tore up and the referees – like I. Because to me, like they have to climb the ladder to win, 
Because mm-hmm. so it's funny. I, I I had this argument in my head about that whole thing, and you know every ladder match you see the referees hold the ladder like they do, especially on the outside with AEW. Better, yeah. Well, WWE too. They're just better mm-hmm. at covering it up. They're better at covering up. Now, I will say in the ring, so they don't as much. that's the production thing. And not right. to bust your hump, and I don't mean to step on you, but no, no, that's the production thing. Just like when, when uh, old boy was getting color and he the, the camera pans to him. Yep. Oh, no, he's just checking to make sure he's not bleeding. That's what you had. Uh, to, like if you were sitting with your kid or whatever. Meanwhile, right. he's just like slicing and dicing. Yeah, um, I, and I agree. The, the production's yeah. bad, but the, the fact that in in the logical thinking of the match, you mm-hmm. have to use the ladder to win. It'd be different if the ladders were illegal and they were handing in the ladder or, hold, or doing something with the ladder. But mm-hmm. because you have to have the ladder to win, like I was okay with that. It didn't bother me as much. Mm-hmm. Uh, I just was surprised at how tore up that ladder was, and he had the balls to go up it because he yeah. when he trucked that ladder, he flipping destroyed it. Yeah, but uh, yeah, yeah, I, I wasn't they... as upset about that as as I thought at first. I was, and then I just like in my head logically, I'm like. Well, you could justify it because they have to go up the ladder to win, mm-hmm. and you want them to be safe, so it makes sense to hold the ladder for them. So I, I was okay with that. It didn't, it didn't bother me as much as as I thought it would. Yeah, I'm still butthurt about it. Sorry. <laughs> no, that's fine, man. I, uh, I, like I said in my mind, I logically made it make sense. Mm-hmm. Uh, cool. So obviously, uh, the mox wasn't up for you. Like, what other? What else on the show did you like? So I started with WE, so I'm going to let you start with this one. Like, what other things were, like, the positives for you? And then I'll kind of go through my highlights and the things that I thought were. (laughs) So I am a – I love wrestling. I love the history of it. The You know, when we were were going to Forbidden Door – and you had the Tales of the Territory book when we were getting ready to leave. I'm like, hey, do you mind if I, uh, yep. you know, flip through that, Mamma Jamma? I've read that book like three times. I've watched the Tales of the Territory. I've watched every season of Dark Side of the Ring. Um, I have been down with wrestling since I was... Six or seven, I think. So, I mean, like, what, eight. I think it was eight. And, uh, like, them being in the Cow Palace, and, you know, that used to be a mainstay for AWA, Vern Gagne, mm-hmm. um, the, you know, Jerry Lawler carried that uh, AWA world title. Like, the just the the fact that they were... In the Cow Palace, I was like, oh, man, this is awesome. I've driven past it. I've been up and down those highways in California. I was stationed in um, San Jose for a while, and we would go do training events, and um, we would go skiing and stuff in Reno and Tahoe and stuff. So we would drive by, and we'd see it, and I was just like, man. So I, it was, it was the, the, that part of it. And then to see... Um, Hobbs win it. He's a he's a California guy. I'm like, dude. I bet he had, man. I bet he had no fewer than two dozen people with him, and all of them got to see him win that match. And now imagine him against Samoa Joe or Wardlow for that title, for that TNT mm-hmm. title. And you know, 
I don't I don't necessarily think you need to carry a title for a year for the title to make the man and the man to make the title. I think that title is beautiful and the design and the idea of it is awesome. So for the for the so the venue made made the show for me. I'm like, oh shit, they're in the cow palace. Sorry about that, kids. Then, you know, it opens up with a great match. Everyone knows therapy is great for solving problems, but getting therapy has its own problems too, like finding the right therapist, fitting into their schedule, and of course, the cost. Well, BetterHelp can solve those problems. It's totally online and built around your schedule. It's surprisingly affordable too. Connect with a credentialed therapist by phone, video, or online chat, all from the comfort of your home. Visit BetterHelp.com to learn more and save 10% on your first month. That's BetterHelp, H-E-L-P. I'm Sandra, and I'm just the professional your small business was looking for. But you didn't hire me, because you didn't use LinkedIn Jobs. LinkedIn has professionals you can't find anywhere else, including those who aren't actively looking for a new job, but might be open to the perfect role, like me. In a given month, over 70% of LinkedIn users don't visit other leading job sites. So if you're not looking on LinkedIn, you'll miss out on great candidates like Sandra. Start hiring professionals like a professional. Post your free job on linkedin.com slash people today. With uh, another beautiful title uh, on the line, the All-Atlantic title, and that was the sports entertainment piece of it. So I was like, okay, you know, we're going to get into some sports entertainment. We're going to bump around um, and some funny stuff. He hit him with, <laughs> he hit him with the, the orange punch off the top rope and finally got yeah. the win. Um, there were some great commercials, great promos. Uh, I was flipping through my phone, and the revolution stuff was popping off. And then they were talking more and more about the video game. And Chris Statlander, if you can hear my voice, <laughs> please, please come back to us. The AEW whites need you. And you're, boink. I just touched my nose. Uh, <laughs> I'm like, it was just a fun show. And um, the only thing that keeps me from giving it the ultimate five beards really? was Jericho not being in commentary. Okay. And um, I like a title change. Okay. I think that's a lot of fun. And just hearing the crowd and knowing how big the Cow Palace is, um, I was really feeling the crowd. Uh, Jericho, you know, he was fun in the whole thing. Um, the Seeing the elite against, uh, you know, um, Malachi and all those guys in there. I I was just feeling it. I, I, so yeah, no no I, no negatives on the show for you, really? No, no. Wow, wow. See, I I like, and I'll I'll do the spoiler now. I rank this as a, the same as I did Raw three and a, three and a half beards. So I super enjoyed the opening match. Uh, I'm a huge Orange Cassidy fan. Yeah, um, I think he is very. I don't even want to say underrated, but he's so unique because he's got that that comedy style with him, but yet he can mm -hmm. go. You know, he had some really good matches uh, with uh, Jericho, and then mm -hmm. we were there live for the the triple threat with Omega and Pac. Yep. And we thought he was going to get the, the championship then. So he's super the chase, entertaining. Baby, the chase. <laughs> oh, man. He, 
he's great. And then him yeah. playing off Big Bill was fantastic. I uh, super enjoyed that. Like that was a highlight for me. The Mox promo, the Hangman response, both really good uh, promo made me very hyped for the uh, upcoming pay-per-view and their match, uh, which I was hyped for to begin with, but that just kind of drove it home a little more. Like I'm like, these guys are going to absolutely beat the shit out of each other. It's going to be amazing. Uh, I enjoyed most of the big brass ring match. Um, I felt some of it was a little contrived, uh, as, but, but ladder matches are that way, right? They're always going to set up a spot more than go for the ladder. So I was okay. Yeah, I, I, would, that I wish the producer, I wish the producer had a couple of wrestlers in the ring to walk through to say, okay, here's what's going to happen when this person does this. Here's what's good. I need you to be right here. Put a piece of blue tape or whatever the hell you need to do. I need you to be right here. Because you could he- you could see, like, as they would turn, and they'd be like, hey, you need you need to come. It, w- <clears throat> it, was, like, <laughs> it was like watching Lita. Yeah. And, you know, she was like, oh, shoot, I forgot. I'm... I'm, you know, I'm not with my band in Mexico or wherever, wherever right. she was playing. And, you know, they, these are top tier athletes and um, laying their, li- you know, laying their bodies on the line, you know, the Guevara's and, you know, um, you know, dive bombing on the, the ladders and um, they're, they're trying to win an opportunity and trying to impress and entertain us so i yep. don't want to be like a total a-hole about it well oh, so so you admit you're a b-hole but <laughs> i think uh yeah man i just like the only thing the only part of the show that i did not like was the hardy and hook match yeah and i don't know what i was expecting because i just like hook to me Needs a reset, and Hardy absolutely needs, needs to, go to wait away. till his brother is, you know, fit for duty. And uh, yeah, I, I don't know what else to say. Like I like yeah. Ethan, and I like that whole tribe. Yep, um, that's stable. But dude, like outside of outside of that, the the show, the atmosphere, the um, action in the ring, I. I felt like they gave more time to the women too, so that was that that was good. That that was a yeah. good match and a lot of fun, yeah, so, a, lot of, a lot of exchange. Yeah, like I said, the ladder match was amazing. Some of the spots in that ladder match were unflipping believable, man. Takeshita with that that um, uh, blue thunder driver off the top of that ladder. Yeah, the the Death Valley driver onto the ladder with, from uh, Hobbs to Ar Fox, and then that running the commando and his running uh, mm. across the ropes jump and that shooting spot. Like there were so many. And then Sammy Guevara on that huge ass ladder <laughs> doing that moonsault. There was just some really, really great stuff in it. Yeah. Uh, so that was a highlight for me. The Mox thing, the Orange Cassidy, and that was it. Those are like the only things that stuck out in my mm. head as far as like, man, this is AEW quality that I like. Wow. I thought uh, – I'm right there with you, the Hook and, and Hardy thing. I thought it was garbage. Uh, they definitely needed to reheat Hook somehow. Uh, I was almost wishing Hardy would win, 
and then they would ship Hook off to Ring of Honor. Um, they could mm. still ship him off to Ring of Honor, right? But he he needs a reboot. Uh, the the tag team taking the best friends out to put Danhausen and Orange Cassidy in was garbage, dude. I I was I, just like, why? Okay, so and not to compare apples and oranges and that whole thing, but like, why are you gonna waste <laughs> all this time to invest in a storyline just to dump it? And so now you're rolling into a, a, you know, their second largest pay-per-view. And they've got this hodgepodge team together. Okay, fine. Okay, fine. Dan Housen, you're selling some t-shirts. That's why right there. You've got this, you know, you're going to hit me with the curse or whatever. Hey, man, keep that. Keep that on the comedy side. Um there's enough TV time for all of that. And, you know, like for, man, I'm now I'm getting frustrated. So like, why? <laughs> I didn't mean why, to ruin the show for you. No, I mean, I still, I mean, I, it was still one of the better, like match. I, I can give you the why. Like the, to oh, me, the why is because you want to put Orange Cassidy and Dan Housen, your two top stars, two of your top stars on the pay-per-view when they didn't have anything. But like, basically you're saying that, you still want the best friends in it. And and I think the revolutionary, the revolution match is going to be just a big comedy match anyway. I mean, cause think about the teams in it. No, none of them are real. None of them are right. the FTR or the bucks. So right. it's going to be this, this joke of a match, um, that the acclaimed, I would assume are going to win. Maybe they'll give mm-hmm. it to Jarrett and lethal, but yeah, I, I thought that I just, it really frustrated me. I, I was, yeah. That whole tag team, mm-hmm. they need to get away from the tag team battle royal thing, in my opinion. It's just too many people in the ring. Now, there were some yeah. good spots in it, but I felt like it was the same spots we saw last week in the battle royal. Yeah, that's what that's what the whole thing was. Okay, wh- so we already did it once. Why don't you, you know, the last tag, the last two tag teams that are remaining will be on Revolutiones, and you'll compete with the Acclaim and the ass boys for the tag team champion. Yeah. Okay. All right. Bet. And now you have this like loose relationship with uh, Machismo and Jarrett or Jay Lethal, Jarrett and the ass boy or the guns, mm-hmm. whatever. And so now what is that? Okay. Well, Singh needs to be forbidden from ringside. And then I, yeah, I'm, I'm, I'm on. I'm about to shave my beards off. You know what I mean? Yeah. But I mean, don't was, do that because uh, yeah. you obviously enjoyed it. And, and that's great. Like, I love that you did. And, and yeah. I am a huge Orange Cassidy and Dan Housen fan. I, I think it's fine that they're in there. I just don't think he should have pulled double duty. Well, yeah. I don't think that was necessary. So, yeah. I, I guess probably the more, more underlying concern for me is that the AEW that I loved and love, still love AEW, was big on tag team wrestling. And when they did this, I'm like, where are all the tag teams? And, yeah. and there's no story behind them. There's no push behind them. I, and, I mean, I hate to say it, but it's it's bad booking. Like, I, yeah. I, there's no emotional investment in this tag team division right now that I have. And then you mentioned the Elite and uh, House of Black thing. I thought that was trash. I Like, the Elite are so much better than this. And mm-hmm. I feel like they're, the story, the, it's an easy story, in my opinion, of course, I've never done it, but a story that you could put together is just, you guys have the belts, we want the belts, instead of just what they've been 
they they haven't even set up a story. They just keep showing up and 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 black lights out, lights on. We're here, lights out. We're gone. Yeah. And now like, all delete. of a sudden they they're physically holding the titles. Yeah. And you're like, okay, all right, cool, man. But yeah, I, yeah, I, uh, I'm I'm looking at Revolution and the the time that they have, the roster that they have. Why didn't they set up two battle royals if they have, you know, 300 wrestlers that they're trying to get on the damn show? Why didn't they set up two battle royals, a tag team battle royal and a um, casino battle royal for the show? You've got five hours, 67 matches. How many of our matches <laughs> TK is going to book? Um, and, I mean, like... When I, so now that I'm like critically thinking and analyzing the show, it doesn't take away from the fact that I enjoyed it for the fact for the suspended belief, the venue, the stories that they're trying to advance, the things that they're trying to do. Um, I appreciated that they were trying to get trying to get all these people on TV for with the second uh, tag team battle royal. Um, you know, hopefully old girl isn't too concussed getting the super kick, uh, to the cabeza, but, uh, what was that? The kingdom? I think it was the kingdom. Oh yeah. 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 Uh, Maria Canales. Yeah. Uh, Maria took, uh, took the double to the cabeza, but, uh, I just, yeah, I mean, it was, um, is, is lazy the right word? Like, oh, there was definitely some lazy uh, booking. I definitely felt like some very much lazy booking involved. Yeah. Um, now, the women's match was a highlight for me, too. I thought Riho, I felt like the chemistry there was a little off, and I don't know mm -hmm. if I don't know if it was their first time working each other, and maybe Tony Storm was a little hesitant because of Riho's size, which I, I was going to say right, their, body, like being their body types are so uh, different. Yep. And But I um, love Riho. Like, she is phenomenal. Yeah. Her series with uh, uh, Nyla Rose. Oh, my God. First, yes. Yes. Uh, man, some good stuff there. Yeah. And, and I hope the fact that she got the win means she's going to be on TV a little bit and, and we'll mm. see her a bit. Because I know uh, Kenny Omega wants to do a lot with the women's division. Um, yeah. And he wants to do that Josie style. So bringing her in would be awesome. Uh, so I enjoyed that. But, yeah, I, overall the show for me was okay. I, I absolutely love the Brian Danielson promo at the end. Oh, my God. So it was Did bookend. You with yeah. these really good promos, but I just felt like there's some, some carny, trashy, <laughs> yeah. not very good booking decisions yeah. in between it. Um, and I, and to be honest with you, the whole road up to Revolution, I haven't felt, has been one of their best builds for a mm -hmm. pay-per-view. Uh, that being said, this card's going to rock. Like, there's Bro. no doubt in my mind that probably... I would say mode 98% of the matches are going to be in that top tier uh, amazing matches. You know, yeah. you're going to have the House of Black and Elite. It's going to be a banger. Probably five stars. You're going to have, or five beers. You're going to have Mox and Hangman in the death match that you'll watch from behind your closed eyes. But man, that's I'm going to wish be... I was from Texas. Oh, <laughs> man. It's artists. <laughs> Artist is going to be beside himself. He's a he's a big uh, Texas fan. So, yep, man, it's uh, that is going to be a gory. Better, hopefully, it goes better than the exploding death match. 
You promised yep. me a kaboom. Uh, <laughs> man, I am, bro. I I am jacked to the nines for uh, Revolution. I thought the show was really good. Uh, Rio, great showing. I think the pull apart um, exchange with the women. I like how they're getting more women on TV. The commercials yeah. and the promos. I don't know what Cargill has got going on, um, but she's. I loved. I loved the Danielson MJF like inset that they did, where like Taz came out and talked about it, and yeah, Jr. and everybody could, and Dean Malenko yeah. talked about the feud between them. I thought that was really good. Yeah, and I love how the Danielson promo. And this is a little thing, but I love the Danielson promo. He didn't give MJF a, a word. MJF yeah. didn't say a word in that promo, and I was like, "He started storming fantastic. down to the ring, and we were yeah. like, oh, shit, shit.' And, I'll, and I'll you like, know, you were waiting for Jr. to say, "Business just picked up." Yep. And, um, and I love the "Be ready to fight" because I'm gonna beat your flipping beep. I was like, "Whoa!" Beep, 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 beep. Yep. Yeah. And uh, I was listening to uh, "Busted Open," and Tommy Dreamer was like, uh, "The F word did not appear on my." T- <laughs> my television <laughs> and i don't know how you got a hold of that audio and i'm thinking bro you work for serious freaking xm and when i work for serious xm fyi i'm available along with uh jay tilly oh yeah um, just sign us up we got it bro it's gonna be i think uh revolution is gonna be a good one um you know competing competing uh for airwaves and you know you're not uh there's no baseball basketball is you know not being played that late at, in the evening even on the west coast i don't think on, on in the evening you know the it is a sunday so i mean playing accordingly at, you know uh, take the day off whatever um, i don't have to be logged in until nine so you know, I'll be right as rain, but I think the show is just gonna freaking bring it. And so, I, if if I could get five minutes with Tony and say, "Hey, bud, hey, here's here's a couple things. Um, you remember when WWE retired the twenty four seven title? Yeah, 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 yeah. Okay. So that uh, FTW title, let's go ahead and give it back to Taz." Let him put it back in his foot locker, back at home, um, and you know let's let the experiment with Hook. It was fun, you know. Give him give him some chicken sandwiches and rice or whatever you're gonna do to pack on some weight. Get him some reps over at Ring of Honor, NXT, Indies, whatever you're gonna do. Get the women on the roster and keep pushing these awesome awesome wrestlers and giving them the mic and not scripting the promos because the promos keep getting better every single week and i oh man i just got goosebumps just like here's (laughs) what i love right you're you're so pumped to watch the (gasps) pay-per-view and uh since we started doing the podcast i think you'll even admit that you've gotten more attentive to aew 100%. 100%. So it's it's funny how pumped you are for this pay-per-view, and I feel it's one of the worst build. Like, now I want the streaming service so you can go back and watch the build to All Out 
or the build to some of these other builds that maybe you watched but didn't pay attention to. Yeah. Because can you imagine how pumped you'd be if they'd have built this and there was the booking and every match going into it you were emotionally invested in? I mean, I, I, I'm pumped too. I think it's going to be a great show, but I'm not nearly as pumped as I, I, I am or I was for some of the other ones back in 2020 and 2021 yeah. because the build was so good. And, and like every match, I'm like, oh man, like I really want to know what's going to happen. I really invested in both of these characters and I want to know what both of these characters are going to do. Right. So that's awesome that you're pumped. And like, now I'm like, all right, cool. Like when Tony gets on his game again and we go into the next pay-per-view cycle, uh, I'd be really, yeah, I'm curious to see as they improve and you watch it more, like the, the grin on my face is going to get bigger as you yeah. talk more about them. So, okay. So when, um, WrestleMania hits, everybody buys tickets for the current WrestleMania. And then the, like, I would imagine the minute WrestleMania at SoFi dropped, the number one search was WrestleMania 2024. Where's WrestleMania 2024 going to be? Oh, it's going to be in Philly, the city of brotherly love. Oh, my God. Brotherly love. Uso versus Uso. Hardy yeah. versus Hardy. Um, you know, brother from another mother. Who, you know, whatever you're yeah. going to, however you're going to book that, right? Then you have Revolution. You've got, you know, when they said Road to Revolution, I was like, come on, man. Don't be dumb. You've got billions of dollars at your disposal. I could do better with, with road than Road to Revolution. Um, you know, like, get your, get your team together. Get your think tank. Uh, there's a lot of places right around the stadium you have offices in the stadium where the Jags play. Um, I've been in most of them. I was on the Gator Bowl uh, committee. When I was on active duty, they let us uh, sit in and throw our little, hey, what's your favorite team? I'm a Notre Dame fan for college. And they were like, all right, yeah, we'll, uh, we'll send an invite to them. And uh, unfortunately, they played. Fortunately, they played well enough. They didn't end up in Jacksonville. But uh, this this season they did, but that season I ended up in, I think I ended up going to, or anyways, shiny object. But so they could have done so much better than Road to Revolution. But when you look at the card, who's going against who, who's doing what to who, obviously the main event, you've got the American Dragon against the wrestling... Like nails on a chalkboard, MJF. Yep. You've got the Ocho against Baby Rock, which when he got <laughs> when he got Jericho to sign that contract yep. last week. Oh man. I was like, man, this sneaky son of a bee sting. <laughs> um you've got uh Samoa Joe against Wardlow. You've got uh, Mox against uh, the Cowboy. And, I mean, are they going eye for eye? Are they, like, legit going to hurt each other? I don't know much about the venue that they're going to be in. It, I think it's called The Chase. I think it's where yeah, I don't, I don't know. it's near where the Warriors play or where the Warriors play at. So, I mean, there's not too much. Um, but there's this huge roster, and it's going to be awesome. You've got the 
the big tag team match. You've got Kristen Cage, Christian Cage going against uh, Jungle Boy, Jack Perry, um, Soraya, and Ru- uh, Ruby against Hater. Man, it just, it's uh, like you said, the shoe, I like. AEW, I was like, okay, cool, AEW's on. I remember when AEW would go against NXT, and I liked NXT more than I liked AEW. And now the current NXT isn't the black and gold NXT, but it's not the 2.0 NXT. But, yeah, I'm, yeah. So all that to say, the show was really good. Um, there were some production things. I wish they would have sort of changed some of the camera angles, Mm -hmm. not been as lazy with some of the stuff, but as a fan, um, in, in the moment, the show flowed really good and it allowed me to sort of check out for two hours and get some good wrestling in. Yeah. I will say it flew by too. It was a quick two hours. Yeah. It it, like, and it's funny because I watched it again. Like this is my third time watching it. I, I I usually watch whatever review and I have it on the TV. Yeah. Just because I'm like, oh yeah. But um, that's good. Yeah, it was a quick two hours. TV. I think I'm gonna mount a TV right here so I there can you see go. it. So. Yeah, I sometimes get distracted because I'll look over. Um, <laughs> you know, when Soraya comes out or Tony Storm. <laughs> but uh, you know, I, I yeah, I, like I said, uh, my final rating on it was a, a three and a half. Uh, I thought they could have done a lot better. There was some really good stuff on it. Uh. Maybe maybe I'll even go three and three quarters. Like, you know, maybe a little more than three and a half, but not quite a four-star show for me or four-beard four show for me. Yeah. So maybe it edged out Raw a little bit. Yeah. <sighs> man, I don't know, man. That that Cody Rhodes-Gable um, match, <sighs> there wasn't a match on this Dynamite that compared to that match, in my opinion. So I'll probably stick to three and a half. Probably three and a half for both. So yeah. it's funny. I, uh, I'm, I'm tied on them. Yeah. I, you know, the Cody Gable match was awesome. The Cody coming in and saying, Hey, that's awesome. I'm going to be, I'm going to be there too. Uh, gave me goosebumps, but the, the venue, the, the fact that Hobbs won the advancing the storyline and just enough edginess with the promo that uh uh, mox cut i'm i'm giving it four beards and uh i totally appreciate everything that they're doing and uh there's a lot of work to be done and with aew the the referees are getting better but the production needs to tighten up quite a bit and uh yeah so i'm i'm slapping uh aew go home show with uh with four beards man i it's funny i'm sitting here i keep bouncing too because i'm like man i could justify four yeah but i I think i'm gonna go three and three quarters three and three quarters i'm gonna leave it there so a little bit better than raw yeah but uh not not a four a four beard for me yeah unfortunately which sucks because i yeah i'm a big AEW fan hey obviously Um, you've got uh triple b over your shoulder there yeah a big beautiful belt so yep but i've got the WWE one there, or yeah, <gasps> WWE one there too. So, so I think we'll be seeing that. Uh, ooh, I like that one. I need to get a uh, a Giants one here. Uh, I need to figure out what I'm doing with behind me and figure out how to get 
get some space between me and the camera because uh, I've got uh, some cool backdrops. Look at that, the America's Championship and uh, mm -hmm. the most beautiful title in uh, all of professional wrestling, the New Japan. And uh, I've got some action going on up there. I'm not even sure who's up there, but uh, hey. Yeah, I got all my figures still uh, in their boxes up there. Yeah. But those You've are all got signed. got some awesome Cody Rhodes ones, too. I need to uh, yeah, get a hold down of. Down there somewhere. Uh, yeah. So, yeah, buddy. Cool. So, we got three so and three-quarter stars from Jay Tilly. We've got uh, four, I'm sorry, three and three-quarters beards, beards from Jay Tilly. Uh, Ellie Jair hitting them with the, with the Quattro beards. Great show. A lot of fun. I'm really looking forward to Revolution and uh, can't wait to uh, see what the Chase Center is going to bring. How many how many folks they're going to stuff in there? What the what the opening card is going to look like? Hopefully, they get you know as many wrestlers on as they possibly can. They get a little extra money with the gate, so that'll be good. So, yep, yeah. Uh, so as always, I uh, want to thank everybody for all the, the the attention they're giving us and uh taking Man. time out of their day or during their day driving to work driving home from work riding a bus a train airplane uh riding the treadmill whatever you're doing and, and listening to our beautiful sultry sounding voices in your ears uh appreciate it uh continue to support us we love it uh if you want to support our coffee <coughs> bourbon habit uh, we set up a uh a buy me a coffee fund would love the donations if you donate we will give a shout out to you please subscribe give us those five star reviews drop a comment uh, on twitter when this uh, under this link when it goes out let us know what you think feedback is always welcome appreciated and taken to heart we can't grow and get better without you guys and gals and your feedback for us hell yeah so for JT, I'm Ellie Jair. Thank you for joining us here on our AEW review. So be safe, look out for each other, look out for yourselves, and we'll see you on the floor. You've been listening to the No Shave Men Cave. If it's pro wrestling, we're talking about it. Unless we see something shiny and wander off into the woods. If you hang around long enough, we'll eventually come back. We hope you've enjoyed the show. Fire off your comments and be sure to leave us a five-star rating. And we'll be back soon. But in the meantime, hit us up on Twitter, YouTube, and TikTok at No Shave Men Cave. Y'all be cool. And we'll see you next time on the No Shave Men Cave. Mom deserves the best, and there's no better place to shop for Mother's Day than Whole Foods Market. They're your destination for unbeatable savings. From premium gifts to show-stopping flowers and irresistible desserts, start by saving 33% with Prime on all body care and candles. Then get a 15-stem bunch of tulips for just $9.99 each with Prime. Round out Mom's menu with festive rosé, irresistible berry chantilly cake, and more special treats. Come celebrate Mother's Day at Whole Foods Market. 
Hey, it's Paige DeSorbo from Giggly Squad. High quality fashion without the price tag. Say hello to Quince. I'm snagging high end essentials like cozy cashmere sweaters, sleek leather jackets, fine jewelry, and so much more. With Quince being 50 to 80% less than similar brands. And they partner with factories that prioritize safe, ethical, and responsible manufacturing. I love that. Luxury quality within reach. Go to quince.com slash style to get free shipping and 365-day returns on your next order. Quince.com slash style. Mom deserves the best, and there's no better place to shop for Mother's Day than Whole Foods Market. They're your destination for unbeatable savings. From premium gifts to show-stopping flowers and irresistible desserts, start by saving 33% with Prime on all body care and candles. Then get a 15-stem bunch of tulips for just $9.99 each with Prime. Round out Mom's menu with festive rosé, irresistible berry chantilly cake, and more special treats. Come celebrate Mother's Day at Whole Foods Market.